The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Your place in God's heart and what He wants to do in our world today is as important as somebody that's well-known. You're well-known to God, and He loves you, and He wants to use you. James and Betty take a look into the future of freedom. I believe we can see freedom's foundation restored on our watch. We do not have to let the gates of hell prevail. Next on Life Today. Well, Betty and I welcome you to life today. We feel like this is perhaps the most important time we'll ever share with you. I, uh, both of us are just really wanting not only to get our arms around you to let you know how much we love you and appreciate those of you who've helped us reach out to people for many years who are too often overlooked. They are truly without a doubt the least of these by Jesus' description. They were hungry, they were downtrodden, they were naked, they were thirsty and, and you met their need, Jesus said, and you actually did that for me. And he talked about separating sheep from goats and he made sure everybody understood these are the sheep. These are the people who really understand the shepherd's heart. Yesterday, Betty, when I was talking in the previous program, whether you're watching online or watching it right here, and, and we're actually asking that those of you who care about the future of freedom here in the United States and around the world and you want God's best and, and you don't think we need to let the gates of hell prevail in God's kingdom right here because Jesus said his kingdom's at hand. It's in us. It, it, there's a kingdom to come, but there's a kingdom that has come and the king has come and the king is in us and he sent another one of the same kind to live in us, Jesus in us. And he said as his body, that as a body of believers, we would do greater things than he did. And when you think about it, how could you possibly do that? Well, the millions of people as each member in the body make up the body submitted to the head, we touch the whole world, around the world. At one time we can do that. If we just let the Holy Spirit carry us, flow through us like a river of life and love, which is what we've been encouraging you to allow to flow freely through you as a member of the body. Right now, Betty and I are coming to you to let you know we have been in ministry more than 55 years, married more than 56 mm -hmm. years. And, and what we're doing as we reach out to the least of these is so important, but we want you to understand that we know right now God has called us to reach out in your behalf. Now, now think about this a moment. We're reaching out to you to assist you and lift you up and to help all those you love have the blessings of freedom and see freedom's foundation restored so that the fruitful fields can abound in the fruit of blessing, enabling us to freely bless others because God has blessed us and freedom blesses everyone. Freedom does give you the opportunity to live with your fist clenched in the face of a holy God and say, it's my life. Live it like I want to. You can do that. But we who know the truth and who love God and love you are called by God and set apart by God to deliver the truth to you, not to be unkind to you 
even those of you who have changed God's truth into a lie. Romans chapter one is so clear that when you take what God, you know, some people say the judgment's coming. Well, God says in Romans 1:18, the wrath of God is already revealed from heaven against ungodliness, all of it, and unrighteousness of men who suppress, hold down the truth in rebellion, in unrighteousness. God says he's revealed himself in what he created. And he said, since creation, verse 20, the creation of the world, his invisible attributes and his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, revealed through what he created. You can't miss him. The heaven and earth declares the glory of God. You can see him everywhere you look. So you're without excuse. But then even when you know him and see him, you don't honor him as God or give thanks, but you became vain and futile in your assumptions and speculations and your foolish heart was darkened. You profess to be wise, but you prove to be fools. You can see the foolishness of these people, highly educated, they say, and yet they appear to be so foolish in their actions. What is the problem? They change the glory of the incorruptible God into an image in the form of corruptible man or something God made. They worship something they made. And as a result of it, they literally have changed the truth of God into a lie. They exchange truth for a lie. And so they're given over to impurity, to compulsive behavior, to addictive practices until they find themselves in bondage to appetites and practices that are even against nature. We're seeing this happen today. What's the answer? The answer is the transforming power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yesterday when we were talking, Betty, I talked to our viewers about all of us as members of the body of Christ. I referenced a book by Dr. Paul Brand, who was one of the most gifted medical doctors perhaps ever, who gave his life to the lepers, spent his life, Betty, working with lepers in places that you would never even see. What an amazing man, full of the love of God. Philip Yancey, a great writer, he wrote, What's So Amazing About Grace, The Jesus I Never Knew, many tremendous best-selling books. In this book, he talked about the body of Christ. And yesterday I talked about the DNA that's in every cell as they teach in this book. And I pointed to the fact that Dr. Brand said you could take the heart of a little chicken, dissect it and take the cells. And the chicken's heart is made by God with the DNA to beat 350 times a minute. You take that one little cell from that heart apart from that lifeless chicken, lay that cell designed by God with a specific DNA and purpose, and that little cell will beat 350 times a minute for hours and sometimes even days. Why? Because the DNA that God put in that little cell for his purpose follows his design. And then I made this point. Several who heard me said, James, develop that with a little more clarity. God put his DNA in the lives of those who are born from above spiritually, 
who receive Jesus as the way to the Father, not religion, but a spiritual birth into a relationship with the living God, not a distant creator, but an ever-present present overseeing father, one who becomes like the shepherd who guards us and protects us, who would kill a lion or a bear that would attack the sheep of his fold, who would go out with the shepherd's heart to get one little sheep that wasn't safe. This is the DNA God has put in us here at Life Outreach and me and Betty as a couple to want to get you in the safety and security and the watch care of the father and the shepherd and to let you see that you are the sheep of his pasture, members of his body uniquely designed. You have a DNA that has designed you to get so close to the heart of God that the very nature, will, love, and compassion and passion of God for that which is best is a part of your heartbeat. You actually get in sync with God's heart. Betty and I have found ourselves year after year, day after day, being moved by God and shaped by God to understand his heart. And I want you to understand how much he loves you. He wants you to know how much he loves you, how uniquely designed you are, how precisely and perfectly designed you are. There's no small row. You may say, but James, all I can do is pray. All you can do is pray. So many times that's the greatest thing any of us can do. Perhaps there's nothing any greater we can do than that until we do that. And then God gives direction. But sometimes with our prayers, God moves mountains and he causes great things to happen. So don't take lightly the call to pray. You're an intercessor, a prayer warrior. Keep praying, God, heal this land. You said if your people would call upon you and pray in humility, forsaking our wicked ways, asking you to heal the land, looking for your face, your pleasure, seeking your face, you would heal our land. He's in the process of doing it miraculously. What God has designed me to do is you've watched Betty for so many years. He's designed me to speak the truth to large crowds, to a small audience, to a television audience. He's literally designed me, listen to me, to speak to leaders and with leaders in every level of life. Church leaders, spiritual leaders, business leaders, national leaders, all over the world and watch the glory of God. Betty, you've seen it in China. You've seen it in Angola, communist nation, communist nation, Mozambique, Marxist gunships all around us, watching God move mountains, Rwanda during the revolution, watching God move when you thought perhaps you were watching me and your son, Randy, our son, about to die, and you watch God calm the storm, didn't you, miraculously, all over the world, the Soviet Union, right after Chernobyl, all that horrible nuclear aftermath, and yet we were there with the love of God, watching people broken in the Soviet Union before God knowing that there's a God, watching God move all over the world, and now, Betty, you have been watching as I have called leaders together to pray, fill this studio with the greatest church leaders in America. You can go online to the website you see there and look at all the leaders that you respect from denomination and sectarian groups that you would think would never come together. Supernaturally, God brought them together. Supernatural gatherings to pray beginning nine years ago 
that God would heal the land, that he would start working miracles and raise up people who would accomplish his kingdom purpose. And we're watching it happen. Not people we would choose, people he knew he could use, people who would get the job done. And remember, he always, and I've said it over and over, he always uses imperfect people to accomplish his perfect will. Imperfect people here. Imperfect people supporting what he wants done because we want to do his will. And we say, God, thank you for what you're doing. We're watching miracles. And when you see all these church leaders that have come and they've been seated in this studio with me and Betty and with Christians that you might have never heard of who have become a miracle testimony of the grace of God coming here, all of them fulfilling the fact that they have God's DNA in them uniquely designed for their whole life to beat in harmony with the will of God. Right now, we're watching God raise up a body of believers, leaders in the church, national business leaders, blessed entrepreneurial minds, gifted people who are able to do so much to help meet the needs of people, not even some of them realizing it's God that gave them the ability to bless people when maybe they're only thinking about money. And the church must say to them, God's given you the ability don't let greed cause you to misdirect the blessings of God. Realize that every good thing you do to help people, to bless people, to benefit people, to enable people, to enjoy the fruitfulness of all God's creation, please understand what you do is a gift from God. Now let's give glory to God. Right now we're finding that leadership in our nation wants to bring the business leaders and the entrepreneurial mind into the poverty areas, into the inner city, the urban community, and come in with their ability to say, let's show you not the importance of depending upon Pharaoh or a farm of Caesar or even Uncle Sam with the federal government, but let's get involved with you to show you how much we love you and what you can do. Betty, I never could have come out of poverty living on a, a dark alley or an old dump and having no father and no encouragement, if somebody had told me that somebody owes me something, mm -hmm. take care of me. What I did is I looked out from my difficult situation and I saw what freedom offered, mm -hmm. an opportunity. Now you've been with me for, you know, more than 56 years. Do you believe that this guy that didn't have a father with what freedom offered, do you believe that I could have made it and moved forward and been successful because of freedom? if I had just set my mind to it and my hand to it? Could you see the ability to do that and what freedom gave me an opportunity to do? Even if I hadn't been called to preach, do you think I could have succeeded? Absolutely, because you didn't grow up thinking that somebody owed you something. All you saw were the possibilities that were out there and the things, the doors that could open up if you did what you were supposed to do, I think. And that gives, that, that gives you courage, that gives you stability to know that you're a part of what the future holds. And you know, I think that, that as Christians, we should understand more than anybody what freedom stands for, what freedom is, because I know that when I ask Jesus to come into my heart, I experienced real freedom that I had never known in my life because I knew that he took all those things out of me that were distracting me and all those things that I thought were the right things were keeping me from knowing him. But when I asked him to take all of that away from me and fill me with his love and with his spirit and with his power, 
I thanked him and I received all that he wanted to give me. Well, if you've done that, you need to turn that loose in your life. If you've gotten away from that, that intimacy with God, you need to say, God, search my heart, know me, and take those things, root those things out that keep me from desiring to do what you've called me to do. Maybe it's not to stand in a pulpit. Maybe it's not to sit on television. Maybe it's to pray and to seek God and say, God, give me opportunity to support those that really love you and serve you and care about you and help the needy and reach out to the poor and care about people and about life. Please, God, let me do to my fullest capabilities that you've put in me what you've called me to do. Your place in God's heart and what he wants to do in our world today is as important as anyone else that might be in the pulpit, might be on television, might be somebody that's well known. You're well known to God and he loves you and he wants to use you. So please allow him to do that in your life. And please know, and Betty, that was such a beautiful expression of God's heart. I do see God's DNA in you every day, and I thank the Lord for it, and it's in you too. Betty, you you know that you've watched your prayers move me. You uh, have watched me go, and, and you listen to me spend hours oftentimes on the day on the phone talking to leaders, and then you watch me meeting with the most well-known leaders in the country people would wonder, Betty, do you see that God has enabled James to help these leaders in a way that you can see the positive transforming effect of that interaction? Are you able to see that? Absolutely. God has put a gift in James to be able to talk to those that might not be reachable, you would think, to talk to those that you'd think, I couldn't even get close to them in a crowd or anywhere. But God has allowed him because they know that when James talks to them, he loves them. He's not judging them. He's not trying to get something from him. He wants to offer them the best, and that's God. You know, I told our, our leaders and I'm told because, you know, our present uh, leader is, is uh, you know, as unbelievable as you might think. How in the world could we in the United States have a, a leader that lived so obviously for himself so many years? And, uh, you know, he asked us uh, to pray for him. He, he, he even told me after he became president, he said, James, uh, you know, you told me you'd surround me with prayer and wisdom. He said, uh, surround me with it. Don't ever let me forget it. And as, as amazing as you might find it to be that this man who lives so much for himself and who is so outspoken, and obviously we'd like to temper a lot of the, the ways that he does, but watch how he, every time he walks out of the White House, he stops and talks to the media that just malign him and misrepresent and just attack him nonstop. Why would he even talk to him? If you wonder, well, could we ever see any humility or any kindness? Well, that's it right there, for instance. How does he keep talking to the people that are trying to stone him and hurt him? But he does. He tries to answer them, and then they twist his answers. I've gotten to where I won't talk to the media because they don't repeat what I say. They just they pigeonhole me and attack me. But he, he, keeps, he keeps trying to help them. Here, here's the thing that I want you to know. Because of prayer, God is surrounding him with wisdom. Just like he had said, James, surround me with prayer, wisdom, and 
you know, really pray that. Don't, don't ever let me forget it. He, he didn't just ask us to pray for him, but he's asked many of us as, as, as Christian leaders, spiritual leaders to pray with him. And, and that's, we've done that. And we believe God's answering prayer here. Here's the thing we're watching. We're watching a man that lived so much of his life pretty well wrapped up in his own world. And he had gifts to be successful. And I'm sure he did things that all of us know were not, not best. And he knows that. And he, he doesn't want to live there and talk about that. But what, what you'll notice is that he really seems to want what's best for all of us. I've asked Christians that are very close to him now all the time some that I've known basically all of their lives. Many of them grew up or were exposed to our preaching and our ministry. And there's a very close relationship here and they love God with all their heart. And I've asked several of them, tell me the truth, because you're right there. You're right there, you watch. Does this man really, really want what's best for everyone? And is he really working to try to not only give protection, but opportunity for everyone? Does he really want everyone to have a job and does he really want things to be right and balanced for the benefit of everybody? And on two occasions, two of the most spiritually sensitive people I've ever known in my life, they answered with every fiber in his being. Why? Answered prayer. I want you to understand this. Betty and I are going to spend the rest of our lives reaching out to the least of these. I want to ask every one of you watching me and hearing what I'm saying to step up and say, James, when the missionaries that you work with and support find a need for clean water, when they find the hungry, when they find the traffic that they can set free and help, when they find a need, you don't have to wonder, is it going to be met because we're going to meet it. We're going to rise up today and tell you here is our support, not only today and at this moment, but from now on until Jesus comes or we go to be with him. We're going to take his love and his truth to the ends of the earth. We're going to be the body of Christ and the family of God praying for you, joining with you, understanding that you and Betty have a call. Betty and I are going to spend our life reaching out to bless you and those you love just as we have together reached out to bless the least of these. I believe that what we will do the rest of our life with your prayers and your support will enable us to perhaps witness the greatest spiritual awakening in history. I believe we can see Freedom's Foundation restored on our watch. We do not have to let the gates of hell prevail against the church, the body of Christ, and our influence. I'm asking every one of you, if you bear witness with what we're called to do, and you'll say, James, you don't have to wonder if you're going to be able to drill water wells if you're going to be able to feed the hungry. We're going to step up today and we're going to so underwrite and undergird what you're called to do that you just focus on speaking to the people God puts in front of you and leads you to. Here in the United States and all over the world, you take the message one-on-one, -on -one, small groups of leaders. I'm not trying to be the center of anything but the will of God. I'm going to be an instrument and a vessel through which he flows your love. I'm asking us to join together as a supernatural body and I'm asking you to undergird, encourage, and pray for the work God's called us to and enable us to do it. I want to send you two books. I've offered them before. Some of you have the strength. Listen, these are messages I wrote dealing with every issue we face nationally. They are real short biblical messages teaching us how we address all the issues of our concern. Real simple reading. It's biblical truth 
on how we pray for and deal with the challenges we face. Living Amazed is a story of a fatherless kid, the product of a mother being raped by a man as a hospice nurse when she was 40. A doctor refused to abort me. The miracle life of Living Amazed. If you see how God took a shy young man and because of simply yielding to him, the miracles in witnessing, I'll tell you what it'll do. If you'll read it, you'll see that God can use anybody in any situation to see a miracle occur for his kingdom purpose and glory. I want to send these two books to you for any gift you make to say, James, we're going to undergird the outreaches of life, whether it's water or feeding or setting traffic people free, whatever it is, we're with you. We're going to step up more than ever and stand with you because we want you to be free to do what God's calling you to do right now to speak truth to leaders and to see, yes, this nation impacted by the power of the gospel and see us change and restore freedom's foundation so that we can once again bless God and bless others that he loves and gave his son to redeem. We want to send you, James, on the mission God's called you to, and we want to undergird it. Do what he told you to do. We're praying with you. We're praying for you. Don't waver. Do what God's leading you to do. We're praying for you and Betty, and we're standing with you. Go online, call the number, make the gift. Let us know you're praying for us, that you're standing with us, and we're asking him to accomplish his will through us on earth, right here, right now, for his glory. Now more than ever, James and Betty need your help to fulfill the vision God has placed on their hearts to help restore the foundation and future of freedom for you, your family, and to a world in desperation. Please prayerfully consider how you can stand with them now to help support the outreaches of life, providing food for the hungry, water for the thirsty, rescuing those who are enslaved, and providing shoes and necessities for the least of these. With your gift of any amount, we'll send you two incredible books by James Robison. Living Amazed, How Divine Encounters Can Change Your Life is filled with captivating stories to inspire you to live amazed in the power of God 24 hours a day. We'll also send you The Stream, a powerful book that provides a biblical look at the national challenges we face and the great need for a spiritual awakening. Please call, write, or go online and make your best gift to stand with James and Betty today. Now, let me just mention, we are in our Water for Life emphasis and uh, at this particular time, and so we sure could use a tremendous outpouring of help and love. Thank you so much for giving more than a cup of water. You're actually helping give many wells of water. Thank you for doing it. You know, I really do want you to know that I'm, I'm sending you the book, Living Amazed, and then the stream where I take biblical application to every issue we face today. So we know importance of prayer and focusing on God changing all these areas of our concern. So I do want you to have it. Thank you for your prayers and your support. So vitally important. We love you. Thank you for your love, your prayers, and your help.
trust God even when the reality of heartache sets in? We can know the master, and we don't always know the master plan. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.